Has it been four weeks, six weeks, or eight weeks? Or has it just been two weeks? Or three weeks? I think it's been three weeks since the last episode came out uh, at the time of now, when this is recording. So when this comes out, I think it might be four weeks. So it will have been a month since the last episode came out. So when this episode comes out, unless I'm mistaken, yeah, I think this episode comes out, when this comes out, it will have been four weeks since the previous episode. Why? Because I moved. I'm living in a different apartment. And if you're watching this, audio listeners, audio listeners, if you didn't know, there's a video component to this podcast. It's on YouTube. It's on my YouTube channel. I don't have enough followers to uh, give you uh, an easily type-inable URL. So just go to youtube.com and type in the search bar, that thing with James, that thing with James, and then my channel will pop up. And there you will see, among other things, this podcast. Uh, and if you watch it, you will see a background. There's This is the third different background. Well, actually, no, I had various backgrounds. I think I had two, maybe three different backgrounds in the apartment in Austin when I first started this show. And then I lost the home in Austin to a natural disaster, left Texas. I said, fuck this infrastructure. Fuck this. I'm of the socioeconomic category. I'm low enough on that ladder that uh, any any more uh, slight weather events, let's call them un- unusual weather events, or even just the usual trend of weather events with the heat and everything, that apartment was falling apart. Well, I, I, I would have got, I would have lost that apartment sooner or later. Um, not just to money, but even just to the elements, to, to, to the weather. Uh, so I left Texas. I said, fuck this anywhere else. Like I, I can't fucking afford to live in Austin anymore. Um, unless I want to have a whole bunch of roommates and get a full-time job doing something I probably would really fucking hate and would have, you know, uh, fucking get an ulcer from stress. I've come close to, to developing an ulcer from stress because of jobs, particularly one. And it wasn't necessarily the job. It was the people specifically really one person that I worked with. You know, you can have the shittiest job, but it is, but it can be the best job if you are working with the right kind of people for you. Um, and, and even better if it's the right job for the right reasons. Regardless, I left Texas, came to Oklahoma, to Tulsa specifically, uh, 
I got an apartment. And after like, I don't know, like a six month hiatus after losing my home in Austin, I started to show up again. One afternoon, Emily, my partner, we've been together for almost a decade now. She said, are you going to start podcasting again? Because I, I lost my fucking mind. I had fully lost my mind. And she asked me that and I was like, yeah, I'm going to start this weekend. And sometimes that's all you need. A lot of times that's all you need. You don't need the big lecture. You don't need all the big emotions or anything. You just need someone to have enough trust, uh, enough faith in you and who you are and what you like to do, what you want to do, to just simply say, hey, that thing you haven't done in a while or that thing you were thinking about, you're going to do that? And, and not like in a pressure way, just genuinely asking, hey, you're going to do that? It came at the right time. I said, sure. Started doing the podcast again at the previous apartment here in Tulsa, where I still am at the time of this recording. It is Sunday. Currently, at the time of this recording, it is Sunday, October 16th at 1.03 p.m. Central, Tulsa, Oklahoma, United States of America, North America, um, Western Hemisphere, North of the Equator, somewhere in the Milky Way galaxy in the universe, supposedly. Um, well, if you've been watching it since I started up again, since leaving Texas, then you might have seen my apartment. Well, you would have seen the apartment if you were watching it. And if you're watching this right now, what am I getting at? If you're watching this right now, what I'm getting at is the whole fucking thing I'm going to be talking about in this episode and in the bonus episode. I'll give details on that in a minute. What I'm saying is, you might be watching this right now, and if you've been watching this show over the past year, you might be looking at the picture right now and saying, this looks almost exactly the same. A few things have shifted around a little bit. There might be some books in a different order, but the main thing is, everything is the opposite. Everything is backwards. It's mirror imaged, except for me, you know, except for my face and the microphone and the headphones, that's going to be the same. But the, the rest of the environment, the space I'm in is mirror imaged. And you may be asking yourself, why? What is this trickery? Is this warlock performing magics on this, the spookiest month of the year? And yes, I am, but also I'm living in a new apartment. And that's why I have had a weeks long break from putting out a new episode of this show. What is this show? Well, I can tell you, this is, wait, it's been so long I forgot. Wait, it's coming to me again. The knowledge, the secret knowledge. Uh, 
This is a variety show with no particular niche, baby. It's always about hanging out. Maybe we'll laugh at some stuff. Maybe we'll learn something new. But it's always about hanging out, me and you. Welcome to That Thing with James. I'm your host, James. And you rock because you're tuning in. And you know who rocks harder? Patrons. Patrons. You can get bonus episodes of this show as frequently as I fucking put them out. And usually it's more frequently than it has been the past few weeks. However, I'll tell you why I've not really put anything out these past few weeks. Because I, you know, I could have. I could have. But it wouldn't have been good. Wouldn't have been worth it. Um, Patreon.com slash that thing with James. Let me repeat that a bit more clearly. Patreon.com slash that thing with James. There are patrons there who are helping to support this show. Thank you. And who, in return, get bonus episodes. There's a whole back catalog of bonus episodes. And every time I record an episode like this one, what I call a free episode, right afterwards, I record a bonus episode. So, sewed. Patreon.com slash that thing with James. If you want bonus episodes, because I get more juicy stuff. I'm pretty loosey-goosey in these free ones, usually. And I get even more, let's say, um, you know, if you want the raw stuff, if you want the director's cut. If you want raw, uncensored, never-before-seen content of that thing with James, you can get it by supporting the show at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Link in episode description. And since I'm on business, you can find me on TikTok. Uh, go look at my sketches. I've not been able to make those either, my, my comedy shorts. I'm on TikTok, though. My handle there is at TTWJ Productions. TTWJ is short for that thing with James. TikTok at TTWJ Productions. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle on those two is at James J. Asher. You can find my subreddit and please shitpost there and give me some content for this show. R slash that thing with James. Email me if you have uh, 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 you know questions. If you want to just say hi, how you doing? We can exchange niceties, compliment each other, and you can also give me uh, ideas for stuff to, to talk about on this show. Um, that thing with James at gmail.com. And once again, support the show patreon.com slash that thing with James. So I've moved. Yeah, that's why I've not been recording recently is because I moved and I don't even remember uh, I'm sure I probably talked about it. and then the uh, the most recently released episode the one just before this one <laughs> but uh, I I <laughs> thought I had a little more time before I had to start looking for a new place to live and uh, I, I I can say I feel so much more free to speak, to use my full voice, because over the last year and a half, living in the apartment before the one I'm in now, um, it was rough. 
it was rough. Not only was it like some fucking dark energies in that uh, apartment, like there were, there was something going on there. Like that was a dark fucking place. I can tell you, like it, it just felt fucking creepy. It just felt creepy. There was at least one thing there, and I caught on on camera. On the camera, I use to record these videos. There are multiple, multiple, multiple episodes where if you watch the whole thing and if you watch closely, maybe at least once a month, I would catch something on camera. Generally, it would be like an unexplained light anomaly, a so-called unexplained light anomaly, which usually looks like uh, a little white glowing orb that moves around. And it's clearly not dust. It's clearly not bugs. You can tell a difference. It's a thing that moves around. It'll flicker. It'll disappear and pop up another place. It'll fly around in a certain pattern. Sometimes I would catch that. Other times I would catch like uh, white glowing translucent wisps, like a little bit of smoke or something floating, but it wasn't smoke. It wasn't bugs. It wasn't dust. It was an unexplained light anomaly. It wasn't a flare. I'm in a controlled environment with controlled lighting. There were some things I caught on camera. Sometimes shadows might move you would see just in the background, in the old hallway or something, a little shadow move a little bit, something a little darker than it should have been, popping in and then going back out. I caught stuff on camera, on this camera right here that I'm looking at right now, in that other apartment. And I, I caught stuff on the apartment in Austin too. That place was definitely haunted as well. And the uh, the old apartment here in Tulsa, um, uh, stuff would move every now and then. There was one night where Emily was sleeping and she like jerked, and it wasn't like her body jerked. Something touched her foot and like pulled her leg down while she was sleeping. Um, and I definitely had dreams when we were there of something standing by the bed at night watching us. I could feel it like on my side. Like, you know, you know when you can feel like someone's almost touching you, but not quite touching you? I felt that quite often. There were just areas, you know, especially at night when it was dark, a light would be off in, in Emily's office or whatever. And it just felt creepy. Like I would, did not want to look in there. I did not want to go near there. There was all just the whole place felt fucking creepy. So there was that on top. We were literally on top, on top of psycho neighbors. We had psycho neighbors living downstairs. I remember our first Monday, because we had like three days because, uh, uh, you know, Emily works full-time. She's the breadwinner. If you want to help me be the breadwinner, 
support me on Patreon. Um, but I, I was the one who started moving into the first apartment. Let's call it apartment number one, and let's call where I am right now apartment two. Because I, I'll tell you right now, I'm still living in the same apartment complex. I'm just in a different apartment and a different building in a different part of the complex. And uh, I'll be uh, forthright. I'll, I'll, I'll save you the suspense. I like where I am now. I like this. This is apartment two. I like apartment two way better than apartment one. Even just like energetically, it just feels a lot better and the neighbors are a lot better. So as I was saying, actually, I'm, let me take a drink of water real quick. Let me wet my whistle. Oh, and what am I drinking? I'm drinking, oh, you guessed it, uh, repeat listeners and or viewers. I'm drinking a Waterloo sparkling water. The flavor is one of my favorites, blackberry lemonade. Let me take a sip of this real quick. So apartment number one, and I talked about it before, but I can speak more freely on it now that I'm fucking away from those psycho neighbors. Downstairs, it was like a revolving door of new faces in and out all the time. And But um, my and Emily's first Monday in apartment number one, um, we were working. I was doing my day job in the mornings. Um, we were both working first thing in the morning from eight until noon, straight up. Like as soon as we both logged in at eight in the morning on Monday in like the beginning of June, I think it was, we start hearing screaming, not like murder screaming, like someone throwing a fucking tantrum. And by someone, I mean a full, fully grown adult woman in her 40s, screaming, reaming, berating her daughter, who's in high school, like a high school daughter, uh, a 40-something-year-old woman, screaming at the daughter for four hours straight. Yes, our first like actual full day in the apartment, our downstairs neighbor at apartment one was just screaming, berating, losing her shit at the top of her lungs from 8 a.m. until 12 p.m. Four solid hours screaming and screaming and screaming at her teenage daughter while the daughter... I could hear her was pleading, begging the mother to please calm down, lower your voice, please. And the mom just kept screaming and screaming and screaming over nothing. The daughter was trying to, you know, uh, parent the parent, you know? So that was our introduction to that apartment. Plus, Apartment number one, when we moved in, it was fucking dirty. Like, it was not move-in ready. 
at all. There was dust all over everything. Like I had to fucking clean the place. And then like it's it was a carpeted. I found out, you know, uh, the the property manager said, oh, the um, the carpet shampoos came in. The place is ready for you. It's going to be great. I move in. The surfaces are all dirty and everything. So I have to clean the sinks, uh, fucking, you know, counters, the bathtubs, fu- toilets. I, I cleaned this stuff, two bedroom, two bathroom place. Uh, I cleaned all this stuff and then came time to vacuum. And I have never in my life vacuumed a floor so dirty. Now, it had been shampooed. It had been, you know, like steam cleaned. But whoever fucking did that did not vacuum the carpet before they steamed it. You have to, if you're going to steam, if you're going to shampoo a carpet, you need to vacuum it very well beforehand. Why? Because if you don't, and if you go in with hot, soapy water, and shampoo, steam clean the carpet, it just bakes, it fucking further drives in all the dust and dirt and shit that was already in the carpet. And that's exactly what happened at apartment number one. I would vacuum, I shit you not, we've got a bagless um, vacuum. Um, I would vacuum, I shit you not, four square feet, not even six, four square feet, and the bag would be full. And I would go over that square footage again and again, and each pass over, it would just fill up the fucking uh, container again and again and again and again. I had never in my life seen so much dust, dirt, hair, human hair, over the entire fucking apartment all of the carpet covered in dust dirt dead skin cells hair um and and screws loose screws all right so there's that and i'm fucking livid that i'm having to do all this shit when i'm told when i was already told the place was clean you know it has to be clean that uh, it's ready to move in once it's fucking clean well it wasn't ready to move in but I had to move in. Um, so there was that. I was already pissed off about that. And then that first Monday morning, the downstairs neighbor screaming, screaming, screaming for four hours straight. I could hear fucking everything. I even had, uh, Emily and I both had phone calls for work. And the people on the other side of the phone could hear our downstairs neighbor screaming, screaming, screaming. And it never really got any better. They, I've had all sorts of loud neighbors and stuff, but these people were fucking weird. Uh, there was always new folks going by. Like, I, you know, I, I could do several episodes about all the crazy shit that went down with those neighbors, but there was always something fucking going on. Cops getting called on them. Uh, you know, just fights, constant arguing, always out on the phone, always screaming on like speakerphone or screaming with each other. Um, lots of children and stuff. And it was always different children, different adults. 
Uh, it was just the most bizarre shit. I've lived around meth heads. I've lived by people who were cooking meth in their apartment. And the downstairs neighbors at apartment number one were fucking weirder than that. They were weirder than that. And they weren't cooking meth. Although when they did cook food, it smelled awful. It smelled like shit. Um, so it was like constant. We never had peace. And we would go to the apartment management and say, you got to do something about this. Like we, we have recordings, like this is just me trying to record something else. And you can clearly hear people fucking screaming and fighting. We would find bloody, you know, bloody clothing outside sometimes, like outside the neighbor's door, uh, cops always rolling around. It was a bad scene. It was a real bad scene. And, um, it wasn't great, you know? Because I had I, already lost my mind and was trying to get it back together. And we were just living in a uh, place with really fucked neighbors. And also in our apartment number one itself, really fucked energies. So let me describe to you something. The first before the last moment. The last moment was during the day because I, I forgot something in the cupboards and the uh, um, maintenance guys here let me know like, yo, you've got a bunch of like glasses and mugs you missed in this one cu one cupboard. Uh, everything else is cleared out though. And the reason I missed it is because I was trying as quickly as I could to get out of apartment number one. Fuck that place. Um, but the first before the last, when I thought I'd gotten everything, it, the sun was going down. It must have been seven at night, Sunday, uh, the, the last day to move out. I was making one last sweep through the place to make sure I got everything. Of course, I missed that one cupboard with the, the cups and my tea, too. Um, I, I go through... And I just, I feel the place. So get this, get this, get this. I open the door and I'm looking into the apartment and I just, I don't want to go in. I don't want to go in. I mean, I'd already been in and out, in and out, in and out, but I could just feel the apartment. And if you've experienced shit like this, if you know what I'm talking about, where the energy of a place either wants you to stay or wants you out, and I'm not talking about, you know, like people being in there. I'm talking like the energy of a place. It's, it can be fucked. If you've ever felt that, email me your stories. I'd love to read them here on the show. That thing with James at gmail.com. Um, that, that last sweep at 7 p.m. on Sunday, um, two Sundays ago from right now, Sunday, October 16th. Um, I open the door for what I think is that one last time. And get this. It goes out of my hand. It, like I opened the door and I didn't quite, uh, like I'd lived there for um, a year and a half and lots of different weather. And then you get used, you get used to how, you know, your, your front door opens 
in different weather, in different temperatures, with the force you use when you open it and everything. If you live somewhere long enough, you become familiar with that that sort of minute detail of like, okay, I come in here, the door usually stops swinging about this point when I do this in this type of weather. You don't think about it, but you kind of, if you ever look, you might notice it, you know, whatever the case. I open the door and it opens a little bit more wide, a little bit quicker than the force I added to it because I just crack it open and let go, and the thing keeps moving open, and it just goes, the door fucking creaked open, and it's dark, but for pale sundown light coming in through the window opposite the front door, door creaks open, I'm looking into the space and it just kind of grows just slightly deeper. And I just felt fucking creeped out. It was like a like in a movie. You know what I'm talking about. It was like you look in there and it's like, I I don't want to go into this place. This is this is not a good place. This is not. This is somewhere I do not want to go into, but I did. I went in there and I could feel the space the whole time, just watching, watching. I didn't know what it was going to do. I didn't know if it was going to fuck with me one last time because the whole process of moving out, which I'm going to talk about in this week's bonus episode, moving out and everything. Weird, bizarre little things kept happening. Stuff fucking up in just the right way that it really shouldn't have at all. It was like the space didn't want us to leave. It was really fucking creepy. And I'll talk more about that in this week's bonus episode, which you can access by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash that thing with James. I'm happy to be back. Feels foreign. I'm in an, another apartment on the same complex, and it's everything's just the opposite. And I, I think this this apartment, apartment number two, is like maybe two square feet smaller or something. It's <laughs> It's a it's been an adjustment, particularly that everything is on the other side of where I'm used to it being. But other than that, it's like almost exactly the same. I'll talk more on that in the bonus episode. So thanks for tuning in. I love you. And I hope you stick around to hear the rest of this story. That apartment was fucked.